This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, I think that uh, you and I can relate to this because we have a bromance, obviously, after all these years. 20 years of friendship, Dave. You and I have known each other. Uh, That was Audrey, by the way. Dave and Mahoney. They don't know. Theater of the mind. You guys just kissed. (laughs) Did it again. That's how we like to start every show. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And I watch. (laughs) All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Let's get things going with some good news and some bad news. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start today's show with some bad news? Boy, I hate this. So, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company, which is obviously a massive company. The biggest banks in the world, yeah. Yep. They are starting to use a, uh, a, a new resource called WADU, which uh-huh. is the Workforce Activity Data Utility. And you're like, hmm, okay, whatever. That sounds like Workforce some- Data What's it stand for? Workforce Activity Data Utility. So it's spyware. That's exactly what it is. So it's an artificial intelligence and machine learning system for workforce human behavior. So starting at the moment that you arrive at the building, if you're an employee, Wadu is tracking you using facial and speech recognition. And most of the offices under J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, they have cameras that are set up throughout the offices. Uh And so... Because, obviously, it's a bank, right? It's got pretty high-definition AV security systems. So every manager gets access to a dashboard that lists all of the metrics about their subordinates. This is so dystopian to me. It is crazy. It it. freaks me out because we had, during the pandemic, when we were all working remote, we had a lot of companies that were doing spyware similar to this from whenever you were working from home. And you saw people, like, buying things that would vibrate their mouse so it would show their bosses that they were working. You know, and it kind of stimulates some sort of panic within a worker just because you're at the building or just because you're moving your mouse doesn't Wait, where mean can you buy doing... a vibrating mouse? Just, yeah. ask, just asking for a friend. Uh-huh. Asking for a friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking for a friend. I got a link or two. But, like, you know, for real, though, I feel like whenever you put that sort of stress on people in your company, that doesn't make you a better worker just no. because you show up to the building. Dude, so like, what's, what is- cra- what's crazy about this, though, is that every manager gets access to the dashboard nah, that is listing out all these metrics, and it's updated in real time. So you'll also get noticed that your microphone will go hot shortly after login. So anything that you say gets processed. I'd just be like, this, this place system. sucks. This place sucks. This place sucks. This- Dude, it's so, Dude, it's what, so like, creepy. Why can't we live in a world where we have, like, jobs, our jobs, we are, our jobs are tasks. We, like... If we finish our tasks or do our tasks, what does it matter? Why do you have to be constantly, like, supervising every moment of every second of every day, man? It's just, it's damn mind control. Exactly. Like, are you trying to eliminate what they believe as a company is, uh, like, workplace theft? You know what I mean? Like, theft of paycheck because you're not working for the exact eight hours, it's, nine hours dude, of the day, I'm every the single same way that, same. that both you guys are, right? Like, if you get the job done, I don't care if you can yep. do it in eight hours or in 20 minutes. 
If you're doing what you need to do, I'm paying you to complete this task. That's it. Period. Yeah, so shame on you, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. Be better than that. It's garbage. Uh, Some good news today as well. Uh, EA Sports is going to add college athlete names and likeness to their video games. Should have been, should have been doing this. Are Absolutely. they going to get paid for it? Yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of, you know one of the things that's recently happened because uh, there's been a big outcry. Was it of like people two, going, last two years has been about two years now that they, they, since they start accepting endorsements and sponsorships and things like that. And I mean, you, you got to think we've talked about this a lot on the show over the years. Many, many, many. The vast majority of 90%. college athletes. That's the peak of their of their. You know, athletic career. And so if they're not able to monetize it because they don't make it to the bigs, then they just never make a single dollar, even though they're an exceptional athlete. Well, the issue is that the fact that the kids have been making the colleges millions and billions of dollars over the years. And then for them to just be like, well, they're students. They should just be going to school here or whatever. We're providing them an education. Really? We've learned that a college degree isn't worth much these days. I had uh, student athletes as my friends whenever I went to the University of Kentucky. And I have heard stories where, sure, like you get like free room and board or you get like access to, you know, the, the nice gym if you're on the football team. But a lot of them were hungry. You know what I mean? Because you're not, they come from, uh, this one individual that I know came from a poor family. Sure. You know? So it's like if you're going there in order to try and better yourself and they're like, hey, here's, you know, thanks for making me millions and billions of dollars on the field. Meanwhile, you can't even afford but one meal. Keep in mind, the schools are still not paying them, even though I believe they absolutely should. 100%. Uh, they're just allowing them to use their own name, name and face to profit to, off of to it. make money. Like, like if, anybody else could normally in life. Yes, if, but if you're a sellable commodity, the fact that they've been C-blocking these kids from For making decades? money. Yeah, it's just the dirty. Is so, trash. Yeah, so the, yes. the fact that EA is doing this and they're going to help to facilitate potential sponsorships and things like that for some of these student athletes. It's about damn time. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, you just got yourself a new puppy and she is just the cutest, tiniest little thing. You showed me a picture earlier today of her next to a Starbucks cup and the Starbucks cup is bigger. It is honestly bigger, and her name is Elmo, little red-headed girl. Need, I'm a mom. You need to get, like, one of those big coffee cups and put her in it. What I'm really excited oh, to do is... Do a photo shoot. Yeah. Dude, I will do all the... Like, I'll tell you this. You know, I got all that fancy camera equipment. Yes. We should set up some, some time for some uh, photo shoots with y- your pup. Yes. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> How many people have you had offer... To do a photo shoot of your dog. Like, what is happening? So it's really wild. I mean, people are actually stopping me. Like, I'm a beetle. And it's not for me. It's for her. She is a celebrity everywhere I go. It's kind of honestly overwhelming. You know, what's really funny is that, first off, like, I, I, I've i seen this in, in real life because my mother-in-law got her little puppy mm. and very similar looking to Buttons little Elmo. Buttons is little his Button. name. Benjamin Button. Oh, that's a good name, too. Yeah, Button. it's really cute. Uh, but she... My mother-in-law loves the attention because mm-hmm. normally she's just, That's you know, my boyfriend. Oh, does, my God. Does not get that sort of love from just everyone that you're around out in public, right? But like you said, it's like being a celebrity where people are coming up and they're just loving on this little dog. Mm-hmm. And she just gobbles it up. I'm more of a, like, in the background, in the shadows type of person. Like, I don't really like being in the mix in the front like that. So I've kind of let my boyfriend carry her and take charge of dealing with the public. But, um, he's, your, he's your muscle. He is. Yeah. <laughs> she, you got to get like little Audrey Hepburn uh, uh, glasses yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, the reason why I, you know, because you, you talked about how excited you are, but the reason why I brought up little, little Elmo is because half of Americans say that their soulmate is their pet. Yeah, I feel like it's, it was... Mm. That's really tough because I feel like whenever I think about my soulmate as a pet, um, we've talked about Blue, my dog that I had in the past, and we went through 10 years of life together. I mean, I moved uh, multiple times, went through multiple heartbreaks, um, you know, had a life in my 20s with him. And if everybody thinks about what your life in your 20s were, I mean, you're constantly changing, going from broke to getting your first job. You know, I went through days where I didn't eat so he could, you know, ramen noodle budget style stuff. He was the only thing that was consistent throughout that yeah. decade that, of life. Absolutely. And, and unconditional love absolutely. from him. And that's, I'm with you, man. Like, I could see what you said, 15%? No, 50. 50. So, so the poll, it was 2,000 pet owners. That's uh-huh. a significant size poll. Uh, 53% say that they think that their pet knows them better than anyone else in life, including their best friends, family members, or even their significant others. I don't know if they know them better, but do they love them more? Yes, it's that unconditional like, love. I mean, you feel like you talk. I talk to my pets. I don't know if most people do or not, but I mean, it's almost kind of like you're, they are so, they don't give you any type of affection other than the proper one in the moment and like those like when they when you cry and they lick up your little tears like it's just like that compassion that you feel yeah. towards your pet in that moment yeah, like i can your understand pets know this when you're feeling. sad they know Absolutely. when you're happy they know when you want to play and, all that and stuff. they're and they are perfect little angels and i mean i get it like i've I, like for me man like I, you know you lose people who are close to you it sucks but like there's nothing like losing a dog that you Absolutely love unconditionally because yeah. they they've done they've done you no wrong oh my ever, god i'm getting emotional no it's it this is a i feel like it's a beautiful thing it's a very sad thing because like you said mahoney they're they're only in our lives dogs for such should a live short to be a hundred years yes. like can we opt in to make parrots not live as long and trade like <laughs> yeah, trade can we for swap a dog? the timeline of a parrot and a dog <laughs> yeah. please parrots can live to be like what a hundred or something yeah and crazy? all they do is bite you <laughs> they hate you and they'll rat you out um this is an interesting stat um and audrey i'm curious if you do this with your pets, but 45% of people say they tell all of their deepest secrets to their pets. I feel like that they, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm like, hey man, I killed someone. Like, I don't feel like I people are out here doing that. I murdered someone back in 1984. I did <laughs> and then that they're once. like wagging their tails. It's like, good job. <laughs> like, no, I don't think anybody's no, out I, here I doing that. I did that, that once and my dog turned government informant and went into witness protection. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're a rat terrier. <laughs> <laughs> Should have known better. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. So somebody goes to the bathroom around you and then comes out and you know they didn't wash their hands. Are they instantly dead to you? Message deleted. <laughs> we used to have a general manager, a boss, and he would never wash his hands. And it astounded me. It, like, if you saw him and he didn't see you, I, I could understand that. Like, he was trying to sneak out of the bathroom. He's in a rush, whatever. There would be a bathroom and there would be, like, three people in there. And he would go use the, the urinal. Number two. And number two. And then walk straight out. And just n- n- not a single even motion towards the sink. Not even the fake, like, Dude, I'm going to go over and quickly do this. None of that. I mean, if I'm being real, there's times. Number one, you don't have to. Do you wash your hands at home after you go? I, I rinse them. Yes. I rinse them. You em. do? Yes. But number one, oh. like, uh, like, I, my, I do like, my, like, if I'm not sweaty, <laughs> like, my, my stuff's clean. I'm clean. 
Yeah, see, I've heard. Of, I didn't get. I've heard a per, pretty compelling. Splash I've heard sometimes. a pretty compelling argument that you wash your hands before, right? Well, because that's such a Don King. You know, that's an old Don King. Don King. Yeah, Don really? King, the promoter, Mike Tyson's old promoter. Oh, I know who Don King is. Was yeah. like, I wash it before because I, you know, I don't want my dirty hands touching. You know, it's, yeah, it's your spectacularly clean weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, but that actually does kind of make more sense. Yeah, of course, it does because like. You, that that's not touching anything else throughout the course of the day, Nothing. right? There's no interaction unless there. it's a really good day. Um, yeah, so you know, the the dirty part is your hands. You'd want to wash that beforehand. But yeah, this general manager just not even a motion towards that's the sink. And it did, it did to answer this guy's question. It made me think less of him. But everybody in the building at that time, uh, he's no longer in radio. He uh, he was he was run out. Uh, but everybody in the building knew about that habit, and that's why he was run out of the business. As he should be. Mm-hmm. Please leave Wash your hands. After the tone. Are there any politicians you can honestly say you trust? Message deleted. No, of course not. They're all in it for themselves. If if we could all agree on one thing, it's that all politicians are dirtbags. I don't like They're anybody. Car salesmen with power. Anybody who wants that kind of power, I don't trust. No, why, why would you want to be a politician? What an awful thing. Yes, because anybody who's like half decent knows better. I just feel like whenever I grew up, I had this, I don't know, it, it's just really weird whenever you have that cloak that's just kind of like unveiled from your eyes of, because you you grow up doing the whole like the voting booth and you get so excited. You have kids who just like want to be president and then you realize like unless you are ready to just have your soul sold in order for you to be able to not care about the people because it's not what it is. It's all for your individual power and like trying to gain access to whatever it is that you want as an, as a political person that's just not what i think that a lot of people who go into that believe that it is when you're like people, 10 yeah. you know people, what i mean people, it's like you're for the people when you're 10 yeah, but whenever you're 72 no, i was lying <laughs> i was running for class office i was promising chocolate milk in the in the, in the water fountains yeah, man because you were for the people <laughs> but no, i mean i was also lying you through had my, human yeah, interest you're lying through your teeth so that way you but you're setting the table that you can be bought off that's right just offering them something big milk first. that's big right big chocolate milk, milk. <laughs> get at me <laughs> So at what age should you get off your parents' family plan? I'm in my 30s, and I'm still on my family plan, but I give them money every month. I mean, is that cool, or should I be an adult and uh, maybe get my own now? I am, I am 41, and I'm on a family plan with you my parents. You are ridiculous. Well, we save so much it's, money. It's Stop it. It's cheaper be, to do that. We save Stop. so much money. Stop. But you pay so, for it. Be an adult. I mean, I probably should. I, I probably, I think. Wait, you're you're not even. I think I owe my mom like three grand. You're not paying for it. You're making making your mom pay your cell phone bill. I hope she's reading your texts. (laughs) Can you imagine? She has access to all the things you're doing on your phone. My dad still pays for mine too. Because you are also a child. Be an adult. Put put your jeans on. Pay your bills. It's we're doing it to save our parents money. No, it does not save your parents money. You just said I started to pay him. I paid him in the beginning, and then I started to forget, and I got a little poor there in the middle. I changed bank accounts. My mom had like a. An auto draft out of mine, and then I changed bank accounts. You so you, he also started in the <laughs> beginning. Yeah, for Chris, his bill. you got to help me out here. Do you pay your own cell phone bill? Yes, thank God. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Out of all of the celebrities out there, Tom Cruise has got to easily be the weirdest, most unrelatable dude out there. That I love his work. Like I can't imagine having a conversation or a dinner with Tom Cruise and not being totally weirded, weirded out. out. Yeah, he. I hate him personally, but as a artist, as Ethan Hunt, as the Mission Impossible or Jack Reacher movies, 
you know, he or Maverick and Top Gun. He is, I mean, he's truly uh, an, an amazing actor, but that, that also kind of tracks along the way because one of the things we always forget about actors, all you're doing is lying. Yeah. You're just lying and pretending. You're just, he's the, the best the, liar and pretender on the planet. And the better liar you are, the more convincing and, and as a great a character. runner. And a really good runner. Great runner. And you know what? There's a new Mission Impossible coming out, which is why I brought this up. Uh, but it's going to be Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. So I guess it's going to be another series of new Mission Impossible films. Have you seen the trailer for it, though? No, is it awesome? Mahoney, have you seen the trailer oh, for yeah. it? So I, I say sure because, you know, it's one of the best action films of all time. But it's it's really interesting because I feel like Tom is doing something for the people of Hollywood who feel like they may have aged out of action films. And I know that that might sound like ageist or whatever, but there's really no one young in this film. But there's like, no young action stars really anymore. We're kind of like, everyone has like gray hair. And, and like Vin Diesel. But The Rock and- is. 50. No, I know, right. The, the, as far as like the next generation, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, because he's. But done... Ryan Reynolds is like 45? Yeah, right? who's the youngest? Tom well, Holland. I mean, you've got Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Tom Holland is the Chalamet. only one, and the kid from, uh, you know, the kid who played Elton John and who was in The Kingsman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a vague never one. I remember but his the... name, and he's so great. But so again, great. it's been the same action stars basically our entire lives. I feel like Jason Statham and The Rock were the last two. Maybe Jason Momoa were kind of grandfathered in. We were talking about this earlier, and it kind of feels like, Mahoney, you're so right, there is no one young, so we're repurposing all of these older actors, like the new Indiana Jones movie. We're keeping Harrison Ford in there. Tom Hanks, or not Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Cruise. Cruise, I want a Tom Hanks action film. (laughs) Dude, uh, he's got a new movie on Netflix that's apparently a super tearjerker. It's funny that you say, like Denzel Washington, like still going to him for yeah. action films, you know, and he's still good in sure. a lot of stuff, right? He's I mean, a great actor. That's, I mean, that's the thing. But like, we could we could be done with Arnold and Sly and uh, Will Smith. Yeah, done with Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, I don't know. I just am kind of ready, and I, I don't. Again, I don't want to seem ageist, but I'm I'm kind of ready for the next generation. Who's it gonna be? Like this is it just feels like it's gonna be too old for me. Personally. I don't feel like it's too ageist when you're talking about people like in their seventies as an action star. I mean, I'm 43 years old and I, you know, threw out my back napping. You know, it's like let's, let's golfing the other day was the most. Uh, yeah, I'm like, whoo. I, I got to get one of those suction cups on the bottom of my club so I don't have to bend over to pick up the golf ball out of the hole anymore. That's my next purchase. Well, like one of those things that you get gar- like garbage off the side of the road with. Yes. <laughs> is, is that why you didn't put any golf balls into the hole? That's exactly, yeah. yeah. Strategic. Dude. Very smart move. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does it smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the Missed Connection Inspection on David Mahoney. So many people out there looking for love, and sometimes, you know, Mahoney, you, you meet an individual, and you really feel like you missed your opportunity, like there's a connection there, but you just didn't shoot your shot in the moment, and so you think, where could I possibly go to try to reignite that flame? Or maybe that person also felt that same connection, and they're looking for me, and the answer is Craigslist. Dave, many years ago, we took an oath, a solemn oath, 
in our rich friend's dad's basement that was wood panel walling. There was a moose on the wall and a stack of penthouse form letters. And we put our hands on those holy magazines and swore that we would help these freaks fly their flags as high as they can and find love someday through the power of Craigslist. I would like to never let these people find love personally. What? I don't How? like that we're half a hum in these creeps, dude. It what freaks is, me out. This is like this first one's not creepy. It's I met you in the margarita line at the taco festival. Okay. Sounds this, really this, non-predatory. This is a man <laughs> for a woman. To the lady I let cut in line. Oh, okay. He's a, he's a gentleman. At the taco and margarita festival, which by the way, uh, Audrey, I don't know if you use your superpower of being hot or Pretty not. Pretty privilege, for uh, sure. But you can cut in any line at any time. Like, yeah, man. Y- you walk up to any single I let you cut. Yeah. Only when I wear my scrunch butt leggings. Yeah. <laughs> you say you wouldn't let her cut? I would not let her cut. Well, that's because you're a, you're a married man. I'm saying you find no, any I don't single let it, I don't let USA. anybody cut because I think cutting uh, is the least American. That's what communists do. <laughs> yeah. Cutting communists, yeah. absolutely. I also don't put my cart back. Oh, I will fight you. I'm just kidding. No, but They're going to get us fired. I know. I, you, just, I said, just kidding. You, you know what I do is I send my hot wife to ask a, a single guy if she can cut in line. And then when he says yes, then all the rest of us roll The whole Me, the me kid and the four train. kids. 38 kids. <laughs> grandma. So this guy allowed this woman to cut in front of him. And now he, he said, is I trying to get the courage. Line. Yeah. The uh, Taco and Margarita Festival. Now he wants to be paid back for that favor. Yeah, oh, y- you said you were a nurse and told me your name, but I didn't hear you. Message me. Because <laughs> he... You didn't hear her. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cool, Are you buddy. 100 or was the festival just popping? How about this? Uh, this is entitled a Laundromat. This is very rare. We don't get this a lot. Woman for woman. Okay. Ooh, a laundromat. To the very gorgeous goth girl whom I caught looking twice at me while folding my clothes. Not sure if you thought I was trying to steal your clothes, LOL. But twice I caught you. And then... I tried to talk to you. I got nothing. Well, thanks for the eye candy. I seriously doubt you're the type to read these, but if so, what did I tell you as you walked up to the dryer? I mean, I'm not. I don't want to stereotype, but if anybody was going to steal my clothes, it would be a goth chick. I ju- I was <laughs> Mahoney. Swear to God in my life, I was just thinking something similar, and then I was like, what would if she was stealing someone else's clothes? But that person also have to be goth, or do you have to be like casually goth? Ca- just anything we like wear, mall the- goth. Yeah. <laughs> All my Hot Topic uh, band shirts. Yeah, Mahoney, I don't think that you need to worry about getting robbed by a goth girl. If there was a goth girl wearing a Tommy Bahama, that would be quite the departure. Yeah, she would just wear the Tommy Bahama with, like, fishnets underneath. Uh, This one is entitled uh, Lindsay Rave Saturday Night. Do people still go to raves? Is that a thing? Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. I mean, I feel like they're more, like, I don't think they call them raves anymore, though. It's just, it's EDM. Yes. uh, There's a man for a woman that says, hello, I was the devil with the mango. You had the jumpsuit and cool green lights handy. He put handy in quotes. Okay. Uh, we were both there early and dancing in the hot room. You were introduced yourself to me by the gates of heaven with your friend Sheena. I was really in a bizarre headspace, and the third person's energy tripped me out. Then I disappeared into the restroom for the rest of the night. Oh. You seem like someone I would like to be friends with or get to know better. See, this is one thing that I, I accept a lot of things, and I can never actually believe that I would ever put myself into a position where I'm in a sweaty room full of people that are dressed as de- devils dancing with mangoes. Yeah, but like, if I, I could just wear only a diaper and have some glow sticks. You I could see you doing and that. And then spend the entire night in a bathroom? Yeah, like you that. I mean, that? Th- that that is Mahoney's midlife crisis in a nutshell. Yeah, I can't oh. afford a Corvette. <laughs> That's my personal hell, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this one is Farm and Fleet Bright-haired girl, man for woman. 
Hey, I hope uh, you got on here hoping I would do this. I came in and you were in the self-check area. I checked out and you noticed. You helped me check out through the self-checkout. I wish I would have gave you my number. I'm interested in you. Message me. You are a woman and I'm not looking for a man. So all you gay guys, I like women, not men. Uh-huh. No offense. It's just a fact. Hope you and your bright hair contact me. <laughs> Like that that is the most uh, why are you ad, yeah adding extra details uh-huh buddy it sounds like he's posted before and the hey. only response he got back was from gay men yeah. hey <laughs> he's man like, or he's like uh yeah definitely don't want any gay guys wink dude live your life be free it's all good yeah be be free at farm and fleet yep dave mahoney it's dave and mahoney oh good for you blitz glamour and out of touch celebrities well, that's redundant it's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Growing up, we used to think it would be wonderful to be rich and famous. And now as we've gotten older, we realize that would be terrible to be rich and famous. It would be awesome to be rich and not famous. And anonymous. But I mean, the worst you- is being rich and broke. <laughs> or famous and oh, broke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Uh, but the idea of not being able to go anywhere without everyone constantly bugging you. I mean, yeah. can you imagine if you're George Clooney and you just want to go eat at a restaurant? You can't. That's the thing I love about radio. I mean, like, you know, it's it's a it's a personal medium, you know. But, you know, 99.9% of people when we were out have no clue and have no care. You know, and not that I, it doesn't bother us because it happens so infrequently that like, hey, I love you. We're like, yeah, we love awesome. you too. Yeah, yeah that's right. awesome. We love that. But like. When you're at like a George Clooney level, no you're, way. You're, you're a prisoner of your own success yeah. because you've become so famous that, again, if you go out to eat at a restaurant, you're going to get harassed probably while you're trying to enjoy your meal. But more than that, like, you can't get away with anything, man. Like everyone is well, constantly with cell phones you. now, man. Yes. Like if you were famous in like the 70s, that'd be cool as hell. It'd be real cool. That'd be, be real, like, real cool. Prove it. Yeah. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> uh, but now with cameras everywhere, but you know, obviously it gets taken to another level. Also, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, which are maybe the most annoying celebrities out there. I hate that they are even celebrities. They, um, and you know, this, this sounds pretty reminiscent of something else. Uh, that had to do with Prince Harry's mother. Uh, but they said they had a bone-chilling case of deja vu when they were chased by paparazzi. Of course they said that. And then guess what? There was a cabbie that came out and said, no, nah, that's not what happened. The New York Police Department came out and was like, nah, man, there were no arrests. There were no tickets. Oh, this is fake? This is them just trying to create more controversy. And you're, you're, you, it's sickening to me to try to invoke images of what your happened tragically passing. to your mother to, to 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 kind of benefit and create sympathy for you and yours man gross. it's just gross man they 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 are the worst well especially like, especially yeah. when you know because it's all for promo for whatever they're not going to do your right it's like podcast. Well, that they don't do yeah <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I, I, so I read this story and I'm yeah, like, it's crazy no. because they're talking about like a two hour pursuit. It just came with out. Paparazzi. It yeah. just came out. That like, is unbelievable. Yeah. They made it, the whole thing up. They were driving somewhere. Sure, you drove somewhere, but everybody who was had any sort of it just feels like the, the people they talked to who were who witnessed this were like, no, man, that's so, not that's that they're 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 grossly uh, exaggerating the the uh, situation that went the down. The story that they told was that the, there's paparazzi and a half dozen blacked out vehicles driving on the sidewalk, running red lights, even driving wrong ways on one way street. Uh, there was a relentless pursuit, they said, resulting in multiple near collisions involving other drivers, so you're pedestrians, me and two cops. That six cars are chasing after two not even royals anymore. Like, I mean, they're not. I don't, I, and I don't mean to say this in the way that it's going to come off, but it is what it is. It's 
Harry and Meghan Markle. It's not like, I mean, I feel like maybe Kim Kardashian right? were to probably say this. I would They're not even it. driving like that after Kim. No. And Kim's and, and the and biggest. You're in the United Kim, States. Kim is maybe, the, like, no. the, the most tabloid uh, sought after celebrity in the country. Get yeah, out of they, here. They made it sound like it was this whole convoy. Yes, like they see, did. Like the government yes. not, that's running. Not. And you're like, first off, have you ever met a paparazzi? They're normally driving like the Honda Civics. No, yeah. man. You, you know, they're not like an organized union of the paparazzi. It's not a, a fleet of vehicles that all look the same. This is also very reminiscent of a man talking about the size of the fish he caught. Uh, amongst other things. Yeah, right? Yeah, not true. It was six feet. This is Dave and Mahoney. There are certain things that Audrey has not experienced in life, and it always surprises me. Like, when you tell me that you have never seen Indiana Jones. I'm like, you know, because I'm older than you, obviously, but not that much older. Like, I feel like you consume so much media throughout the course of your life. But then when you finally watched Indiana Jones after all those years, you were like, meh. No, I didn't even finish it because I got so so that, much secondhand embarrassment from that, the movie. It makes me so angry. At Why you push the boulder say, up the hill just a, to have it roll uh, down? It was a booby the trap. tribe that was living yes. there. Yeah. So then what? They, that's that seems like that slave labor. You're just gonna have them go and like, push them, uh, push Hold it up on, there. And you're are they gonna get paid? all woke about who moved the boulder? Yep, I am. Oh, do, did they even have a union? <laughs> Where was their union? Exactly. Rep? Who had to push it back up after it did not even squash? Indiana Jones. Because well, he, he was fast, fast as hell. Yes. Improper booby trapping. <laughs> they, but they killed Alfred Molina. Yeah. The other did. guy fell into the pit. Like, yeah. They killed a bunch of dudes. Very dangerous. Indiana Jones, just a boss. Yes. Yeah, I a mean, re- he was moving kind of slow. It was a really good booby trap. He didn't even get phased by the spiders. I bet the uh, Macaulay Culkin could have set up a better booby trap if we're being real. I mean, if we ever had a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin current day and Harrison Burst, Ford current day. Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be kind of sad. Uh, but the reason why I bring up Indiana Jones is because I know that you're not a fan. You say it's secondhand embarrassment, all this stuff. Uh, it was a huge part of my youth. I loved Indiana Jones. Of course one, of, one, of, one of the top five movies of my childhood up there. You know, it's just one, I think, you know, kind of helped define cinema and make blockbusters. And, you know, Harrison Ford became, you know, a larger than life superstar. Yeah, because Harrison Ford could have been very easily kind of pigeonholed into being just Han Solo. I mean, you would have, could have had the, you know, Mark uh, Hamill. Mark Hamill who, yeah. yeah, again. Just Luke Skywalker forever, right? And thankfully for Mark Hamill, because I actually really like Mark Hamill. He's great. Uh, he, uh, you know, has kind of had a resurgence recently because sure. obviously Star Wars is so iconic, but he's kind of leaned into the fact that he's just still Luke Skywalker. He's Mark Hamill, yeah. yeah he's yeah. Luke Skywalker. Yep. Uh, but Indiana Jones, all of the movies, and I, I don't imagine that you're going to give it another shot, Audrey, but they're all coming to Disney+. Plus. Oh. <laughs> Disney+, Disney Plus and, I believe, Paramount. Yeah, which, Paramount, is, Paramount which is an interesting kind of, you know... Partnership? Like, I mean, well, the fact they're that... They're sharing that, rights, yeah. Well, the fact that, you know, you know, Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, who were the creators of Indiana Jones... Are you know finding a way to monetize this multiple ways across multiple platforms? Good I w- initially man. was not excited about Indiana Jones number five, but after watching the previews and kind of Harrison Ford's having a little bit of a resurgence right now with shrinking. He he's found his his voice again, in my opinion. Like yeah. he can still play like in 1923, which is on Paramount Plus. It's you know spinoff uh-huh. of Yellowstone. Uh, he can still play a role where he's kind of like that iconic Harrison Ford, like an action star. Yeah. But 
he's an aging action star, and it feels like he's really leaning into that more, which I very much appreciate because that Indiana Jones with him and Shia LaBeouf, I was just like, what are we doing? See, for me, whenever I was watching, and Mahoney, I know you probably know which movie this was, whenever he came back into Star Wars... As older Han Solo? Uh, uh, Episode seven. Seven. Yes. Okay. So that's whenever I was like, oof, you're getting a little old. And then now, whenever I saw him in Shrinking, I'm like, oof, you're getting a little old. But in a positive way. <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, that fits But you're leaning the mold. into it. Yeah. Yes. Like him kind of being like a surly, grumpy old Make man. Make him like the yeah. character, you know. I mean, obviously, Indiana Jones, but like how we saw uh, Sean Connery. Exactly. Even though Sean Connery is 20 years younger than Harrison Ford is really? right now, starring yeah. in Indiana Jones in The yeah. Last Crusade, which is kind of crazy just to think about. So the uh, the first four films are going to be available on Disney Plus. They're available on Paramount uh, Plus right now. But there's also the TV series, The Adventures Young- of Young Indiana. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Have you watched that? Dude, yeah. River Phoenix was Young Indiana Jones. Yeah. It was, if you haven't watched it, it's surprisingly really good. So it's still a little ways away at the end of this month. May 31st is when the uh, the first four films and the TV series are going to be available to stream on Disney+. Plus. But this just shows, more than anything, that content is king, right? Yep. Even like these huge platforms like Disney+, Plus, they're going... We have all the Disney stuff, but we somehow still need more. So, uh, Audrey, I, I hope, I doubt you will, but I hope that you'll give them another chance. No, nah, just go watch Last Crusade. Watch Last Crusade. Okay. Skip, skip Temple of Doom. You ain't ready for that. <laughs> She's not. You I got don't sec- know what's happening. You got secondhand embarrassment from a rolling rock. Wait till you see the, the heart being ripped out of a chest. You ain't ready. <laughs> oh, is that the reference from Ace Ventura? Yes. yes. <laughs> see, everything will come <laughs> together for you. Me. Yeah. I had no clue. Oh, God. Uh, Wow, full circle moment. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler on Dave and Mahoney. Terry is joining us today for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. Terry, let me ask you this. Have you spent any time around drunk people or little kids recently? I have. Both? Yes. Excellent. Okay, great. So you you are well equipped for this game. We're just going to read you some things that were said, and you're trying to figure out if it was a very drunk person or persons or a little kid that was saying those things. So, Mahoney, you and I will take the first one. Are okay. you prepared, sir? Do you need to warm up or anything? No, no, no. You good I'm, to go? I'm, I'm ready. My mind. Okay. I'm, I'm good. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm married. You're married? <laughs> you're, pass- I- you're You're passed out on a stack of brats. I... Can't go home with you. I don't want to go home with you. Are you okay? I'm okay. Terry, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? I think it's tipsy. Tipsy is. What do you think? Correct. That's absolutely right. Let's have a listen. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? I'm married. You're married. You're passed out on a stack of 
Blocks. You ain't go home with me. I don't want to go home with you. Are you okay? Okay. Very drunk, but still faithful. Look at that guy. That I was, can't go home with you. That was his wife. Oh, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. All right. So, Terry, you are on the board with one. Audrey, take it away with number two whenever you're ready. I'm trying to stay in there so I can have some sleep, but everyone is talking and I hear it even with the door shut. With my door open and her door shut. Tipsy or a toddler, Terry? I think that's a toddler. Man, you are good at this game, I'll tell you that much. So listen. I'm trying to stay in there so I can have some sleep, but everyone's talking and I can hear it even with doors shut. But with my when my door opened and her door shut. Man, a little southern accent Dude, on a kid. A kid with so a southern Oh, my God. That is Melt adorable. He's one of my favorite follows on TikTok, this little kid. Is he a big, like, TikToker? He's just, because listen to that little accent. Of course he is. <laughs> All right, Terry, you're two for two. Here we go on to number three. Okay. Self-defense. If a man ever tries to get you to steer him right here, you go, and they'll be down. Terry, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Hmm. I'm going to go with toddler. Toddler is Ew. correct. Wow. wow. Killing it. Self-defense. If a man ever tries to get you, just get him right here and go. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be down. Did they actually give that kid a taser? They, yeah, the- <laughs> they did. They gave that t- kid a taser. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, kid a kid with a, taser. with a southern accent and a taser. We just wound up the first one. That's Even amazing. Better. Yeah, it's My incredible. TikTok feed is full of kids with, with tasers <laughs> and southern accents, man. Uh, of course it is. All right, Mahoney, whenever so you're ready with number up. four. <laughs> you're just killing it. I think you can win it right here. You can win it all right here. Okay. Oh! Woo-hoo! 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 Is that a tipsy person <laughs> or a toddler? That's how you read that? <laughs> that's how that, That's how I read it. That's okay. What did you say? Tipsy. Tipsy is correct. Two and four before. Let's see if Mahoney's interpretation is correct. Here we go. Pretty good, Mahoney. To Dave and Mahoney. So, if you're new to the show, you probably have picked up that I've got four kids and I'm married. Mahoney, you're married. Uh, you and your wife have been together for what, 13 years? Yeah, something 13 like that, years. long time. Yeah. Uh, Audrey's in a long term committed relationship. You and your boyfriend coming up on a year, right? Yeah, yeah. a year at the end of the month. Well, congratulations to that. Uh, but Chris, our executive producer, on the other hand, and he just made a face like he doesn't want to talk about this. <laughs> Chris is on the prowl. And Chris. We'll see when you say it like that. That's <laughs> You can't say it like that, dude. When I was single, yeah. he did this to me, too. So, <laughs> Look, sorry. Look, if, if I ever, <laughs> uh, if my wife ever wises up and leaves me, I'm going to do the same thing to myself. Listen, our lives are content. And, it, you know, you're experiencing things. You're out there trying to meet people just like everyone does if you're single and ready to mingle. And you are on some social media, like, you know, like Tinder and apps like that. Right? I, I hate these apps. Like, yeah. I, I had tried them, you know, briefly before in my life and just had never had any success. Like, I've, like, I was just telling you guys off the air, like, I'm an in-person kind of guy, like, in the wild. You know what I mean? Like I, my 
personality does better in person, I feel like. Well, in yeah. our generation, too, because you're what? Are you you're the same age as me? You're what, 41? Yeah, I'm 40. 40, so you're yeah. younger than me. Uh, but, you know, we came up around the same time. We didn't have the tenders and everything else to fall back on. So if you wanted to, you know, hone your craft and meet people and try to get dates, in person was the only way to do it. Well, and like like we were used to uh, AOL and some Messenger. ASL? So, so in Tinder, if I write, you know, 40 slash M, <laughs> I'm not getting, I'm not getting, <laughs> not getting a lot of responses. responses there. Yeah, yeah it, it also feels like uh, dating has become, even though there's you're connected to so many more people, it's much more disposable, right? Like yeah. back, back in our day, like if we made a move, right, where you were like trying to show someone you were interested in them, that was a fairly significant thing. Now, like my my younger brother Matt, who's perpetually single and wants to be, he'll just sit there and literally swipe right on every single it's girl. It's a drug, dude. I swear. Just to see who he matches with, and he's like, you know, I don't really care if any of this stuff works out. What's kind of wild too, and Chris, I don't know if you feel like you do this or your friends have done this for you. If you've seen this out in the wild, um, but I have girlfriends of mine who will just be like, hey, I'm going to the bathroom. Will you swipe for me? Like it's no. not even seen as a an act of like attempting to meet people sometimes is just kind of like whatever I can whatever it's like not the real shooting fish in a barrel sort of situation yes. it's, it's not whatever real whatever I can get those people that you're swiping no on are, just, your friends are, are just playing humans. hot or not right like, they, they yes. find it so, fun you know let me ask you this and if it may be too personal or not is your stuff here yet no. So, so <laughs> you've been going on dates. I'm so you went on, oh, no. on a date. You can't bring a girl back to your place at 40 and be like, hey, I got an air mattress. No. I didn't have a couch. She's got a couch. No, Did you just you buy cannot, a couch? You can't have couch sex. I could yeah, not. No. But, yeah, I'm too old for all that. Come on. Now. Come on. You're 40, brother. <laughs> Do you have to you're rent gonna... a hotel room? Is that yeah. what's going that, That's the problem right now. That's even creepier. Like, uh, look, I couldn't spring for the four seasons, so I just got this one by the hour. <laughs> oh. So, but wait, you went on a date this week, and it went terrible, right? No, it didn't go terrible. Okay. It's just like, you know, when you show up, and you, you're chatting, and you're just like, you're just kind of like, you just know, right? You know. Like, I'm yeah. too old. I'm not looking for hookups. So I'm looking for love. Oh, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. No, I believe that. Chris, I, I 100% believe that Chris wants he to. He just uh, told us a pickup line he used. I can't reveal no, that. I, I don't do, want anybody stealing that. No, but there, you're, you're saying, so you met, so you, you've been talking to this girl online. You have a phone conversation as well. Then you meet her out of the bar, but you instantly knew, like, Insta vibes that this was not a fit. Not instantly, but, like, you know, within, like, the first... 10 or 15 minutes of conversation. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm the guy that feels like I need to have butterflies or something. I need to be like, oh. You deserve to be wowed. The face, don't, don't make that face at me, Dan. No. Shut up. You're so, so right. That is so true, though, because I know that uh, feeling. I, Whenever you have that feeling, it's like you're attracted to someone. That's what yeah. the butterflies yeah. are. It's like you know that that's, whether or not it's going to be like a prolonged situation, it's enough to keep you interested. Who's and if the, it didn't happen immediately, then it wasn't there. No, but here's, he, he, you ended up having what, just one single drink with this person and then you ended up calling it a night yeah yeah i i could not do that like my guilt even if i knew this date was going so poorly i would like actually you know i think that's how my wife and i got married <laughs> <laughs> this is david mahoney yeah um david mahoney present uh we're going special curling fast, fast, fast food, food freak out. Freak out. shut up and listen to my order Ashley is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. How are you, Ashley? I'm doing well. How are you? Excellent. Do you have a favorite fast food restaurant? Mm, I guess Chick-fil-A. 
Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, so Mahoney is here to help you out today. Mahoney is excellent at this game. I don't know if you've heard him dissect some of this audio before. He doesn't have the answers in front of him. Uh, only I do. But we're going to play you some audio. And then Mahoney and you can kind of sort through it and try to figure it out. Audrey's here to help as well. But let's be honest. This is Mahoney's moment to shine. It don't is. discount Audrey because she has been to many a fast food uh, restaurant like I have. I personally have visited no less than 28,365 McDonald's. McDonald's worldwide. There's not that many. I went to Crete seven years ago. Went to McDonald's. Hit the McDonald's. Okay. Uh, So, again, I'll I'll give you the kind of the setup here. I'll play the audio. Then you get multiple choice to try to break it down. Here we go on the first one. This particular woman wants a worker fired after calling her names. She came in here and called me a dumb ass And she still has a f***ing job? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I came here to buy food from you guys. Abuse my customers. I came here to buy food from you Please. from this chain restaurant and Please she called me out. a Please. dumb ass Okay, Ashley, do we think that's A, a Chick-fil-A, B, a Denny's, or C, a Wingstop? Definitely not a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I mean, I, after being to many Chick-fil-A's, I, I would have a hard time seeing any employee at a Chick-fil-A calling anyone a name. And as a wing at, at a Wingstop, I don't know. I feel like rather than just calling you a dumbass, they would probably just fight you. <laughs> So I'm going to probably lead to this is a slightly nicer Denny's. Okay, slightly nicer Denny's. Ashley, do you want to follow Mahoney's I, lead, or do you have a different take? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Mahoney is right. It's a good guess, but unfortunately, guys, it's wrong. That, that was a wing stop. Yeah, that was a wing stop. <laughs> Not in my area. I mean, I, you were on the right path with the the wing stop leading to violence. But, I mean, they were calling her names back, so <laughs> there was that. All right, here we go on to number two. Uh, you got to get these next two correct in order to win. This guy is forcing a restaurant to lose business because he has COVID and they won't serve him. <laughs> I have the coronavirus. I'm sorry. I, I really do. I just mean I'm sorry. I really apologize. Thank you. More business than just lost. I have a medical condition. Is that A, a Carl's Jr., B, a McDonald's, or C, a Raisin Cane's? Oh, man. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's Carl's Jr. Um, Definitely not a Carl's Jr. I'm, I'm, not a Carl's and, Jr. I'm, I'm, and a Raisin Cane's, uh, they'll just throw you straight in the fryer and make you uh, and make you a tender. You, you kind of pull you pull that in there. So I think if we're, if we're playing the odds on this one, I think we go McDonald's. All right, I'll go with you on that one. McDonald's is correct, yes. I don't know whenever we play this game, Dave. I'm just observing. Um, But I'm not sure if any listener has ever gone not with Mahoney because he's so confident he's so in good. every answer. Oh, no he, one ever chooses their own. Look, it's it's, it's a it's a dicey game that you play if you're not rolling with Mahoney on this. It's, I agree because he usually is always right. It's got me through life. You know, you just say whatever dumb things in your head with confidence and people think you know what you're talking about. I actually learned something from Mahoney not that long ago that a con man is just short for confidence man. Yep. Which just blew me away. I had no idea that, that a con man, like they just shortened the word confidence, and it kind of makes sense. All right, actually, here we go for the win, the final one. This customer is mad because his mobile order is not available yet. Don't you see on my name, Jesse? Do I see your name? Do on the screen. Car? Do I see your car? We don't serve walk-ups. I didn't do walk-up. You walked up? You I did mobile order. You don't have a mobile? Yeah, I do. It's on screen. I, you are not in a vehicle. We do not serve walk-up. Your mobile order will be refunded to you. You're probably going to lose your job. You're going to have to like work at McDonald's or something. 
I hate that guy based on his oh, voice alone. And your superiority <laughs> complex. You, what a prick. All right, so here we go. Is that A, a Taco Bell, B, an In-N-Out, C, a Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, first off. Dunkin'. <laughs> I don't know, Audrey. Uh, Dunkin', they're throwing hands. In-N-Out, not happening because their mobile service doesn't work like that. Dunkin', I'm not as familiar with their mobile service. But, again, I feel like that lady's uh, response is not on a Duncan level. She was pretty respectful, and this guy was, you know, talking. Was not. He was not. So I think, based on the mobile service and his uh, fake superiority, thinking okay. that you have to go to McDonald's, that was a Taco Bell. Ooh. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mahoney on that. Yeah, we will. Yeah, that's right. Of course it is. Mahoney knows, man. If you ever get to play this game, don't think for yourself. <laughs> just choose, just choose the fast food and say, fast food and say all the way through. I'm like a toucan Sam, following <laughs> my nose to those fried nuggets and all them tacos. Right. He always knows. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I mentioned that Mahoney did, in fact, show up to our golf date. I was, I thought it was like the odds were like 90% that he wasn't going to show up because him doing anything else in a single day uh, doesn't happen that often. But he did show up. We had a great round of golf, mostly. What do you mean, mostly, Dave? You what? hit me with a golf ball. Oh. It didn't hit you. Yes, it did. It grazed my love handle. No, it didn't. It you did. are being <laughs> so dramatic. I am not coming anywhere near you. I tried to jump out of the way, and it, it grazed It grazed. It did not my, even hit you. It was you. very embarrassing because, you know. It, it, it hit me in the left in the left shank. So you see your love handle. So we'll see a mark. <laughs> pull up my shirt. I, I was just gonna say, Dave, what do you wear whenever you golf? Because right now you usually, uh, for people who don't know, Dave and Mahoney are very similar but different in the ways that they dress. Mahoney dresses in a golf tee, usually jeans and Nikes, and then Dave, you wear a black t-shirt and jeans with Nikes every single day. Every day of my life. These two wear the same things. Yeah. Mahoney, you kind of are already in golf gear. Yeah. Dave, you're not. Did you get sideswiped by a golf ball and a black T-shirt and no. jeans? No. When I go golfing, I wear a golf shirt. I can't even imagine it. Yeah. That, it right it hit a tree. It, you know, you shanked it right into a tree, and then it came... Because this happened a couple of times. It cleared... My, it, was, it was five feet near you, but it did not hit your it love hit, handle. It hit my love handle. So not only I did I this. get assaulted by Mahoney by a golf ball because he's a bad golfer, so I, am I. Well, also, we haven't played in a year. <laughs> That's also true. It um, didn't warm up. But then I told you that we got pulled over as we were leaving the golf course, and I'm sure that that cop who's pulling people over, like 90% of them are drunk. Um, you know, and We made the smart choice. I, I was the designated driver. Yeah, and you, we, you, know, you didn't drink anything. You no. enjoyed your cigars out there, some water, staying hydrated, all that stuff. But we get pulled over by this cop, and again, he's like pulling us over because a cracked windshield. I'm like, yeah, we know what's going on here. But Mahoney was very... Very responsible uh, and had not been drinking at all, which is great. But we get pulled over, and what does Mahoney do as soon as we get pulled over? He rolls down the windows, which you're supposed to do to give the police officers like a better view of inside the vehicle. Roll down all four windows. Yeah. And, and we, a, a former friend, a friend of ours that used to be a police officer for 25 years, said that. Cops actually really appreciate that, right? Because they don't have any they don't idea know what they're, they're walking, walking into. And, and you know, yeah. we want to make sure that everybody is. You know, we want to put them. We want to let the, the you know people who are out here uh, serving the community know that we are respectful so of you, what they are safe. doing. Yeah, and and you, police yeah. officers are safe. Yeah. yeah, you make sure your hands are visible and you roll down the windows and that kind of checks something off their list where they're not worried in that moment. But then Mahoney. Shut the car off. That's what you're supposed to no, do. No, you're not. You shut your car off and you put your keys on the on the dash. What are you, what kind and of, your hands are in, 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 at a visible what kind spot. What drug dealer times? are you, man? Like, <laughs> Somebody who's been called over by the cops who lived in uh, you know a, a sketchy area. 
uh, most of my life growing up. I know how, like, Dude, I just three dudes in a golf in golf shirts. Like, come on, ma- doesn't matter. People go crazy these days. And I so, know. I, I agree with also, everything that you did, except for Dave, turning off the air conditioning. And also, here's the thing: I was trying to be as, uh, you know, affable so, as possible in this particular situation with the officer so who pulled us you over. You trying to get out of a ticket means that me and Matt had to sit there and cook in a hundred degree heat yesterday. So, what are your steps whenever you got pulled over? You uh-huh. rolled down all four windows. Yes. You turned Turn the off, off your car. And the keys go on the dashboard. Um, I feel like there's a third step you're missing that's very common in my world. When does crying happen? <laughs> uh, all, all three of us were sobbing when he walked up. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a I just saw a bumper sticker on the highway that read, honk if you're horny. And to my surprise, every car honks. Just watch out. Everyone's horny today. <laughs> Message deleted. Watch out. What Everyone's a warning. Horny today. <laughs> what a warning. And thank you for calling to let us know. Because uh, if I had a car that said honk if I was horny, because a lot of people put those stickers on without you realizing it. Oh, they do? That is, first off, I've never heard of anyone doing that, but that is hilarious. And you're just like, why is everyone honking at me? <laughs> I appreciate so people. It's the panic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with, a, with, a, with like, you know, how we take care of our cars these days, it's different than back in the day. The cars aren't disposable like they were in like the 70s and 80s. You know, they last for a long time now. I appreciate people who commit to crazy bumper stickers. Oh, man. The, the, I the, do. The problem is like mostly bumper stickers now just like fly a flare that you're either a racist or you really want everyone to coexist. <laughs> I saw someone, well, actually, I was sent this sticker the other day. It was of a butterfly and it says, don't honk, I'm sensitive. Because <laughs> like, I will cry sort of situation. And I feel like I need more stickers like that. Ladies, I feel like we need to start letting these people out Dude, here know that we're sensitive and a little anxious behind you know the what? wheel. I did see a really good bumper sticker yesterday now that you mentioned it. I was driving on the 101 and there was a Prius that was driving pretty slow. Uh-huh. They were in the center lane, so they weren't like in the fast lane or anything sure. like that. And the bumper sticker just said, I'm retired. Go around me. <laughs> like, accurate. Respect. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you had KFC recently? I just had it last night and it still hits. What's your go-to order? Message the fried chicken is always good. I mean, I know my wife judges me so hard. How many pieces are you getting? Oh, I get a three, because I think the largest you can get is either a three or a four piece at KFC and like they're small if bucket. If you're a coward and you don't get a full bucket. I mean, I'll, I'll occasionally go for a full bucket when I'm full feeling like a real a piece, of, glutton, man. Piece, of, piece of trash myself. But like anytime I get fried chicken, like I feel like like she judges me when I bring home fast food. Yeah. And then when I bring home fried chicken fast food. I feel like that's the ultimate judgment from her. Like, she's like, I can't believe I'm with you because it's just, but there's something. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty mean. <laughs> she's, I can't, I mean, but you come home with a bucket of chicken and she's like, uh-uh. Well, she's a vegetarian. Well, or, she, she, you know, she's healthy. Yeah. She, you know, she's like she the healthiest person. She pizzas. Yeah, but like there's, but some, there's, there's a, something about like gnawing deep fried chicken off the bone in front of a vegetarian, you know? It's like. Just yeah, that I understand why she judges you. But uh, man, there's I, and I, there's when you're it just goes down so easy, and it's so delicious, especially if it's like piping hot right out of the fryer and that bread's just hitting. But then like the walk when you're done to the trash can, the waddle to the trash can, and you just like I've are made you a fast s- eater, Mahoney? 
Uh, fast-ish. I ask because whenever I am eating, I always do that waddle after I've eaten and without it giving expands. myself. Yes, I'm not giving myself enough um, opportunity to let it sit mm-hmm. and feel how full I am. Like I could have probably gone a half bucket instead of a full bucket. Yeah. Do you do but that, who, who are these people out there who are only eating two pieces of chicken from... In like a combo, like you got a leg and a thigh. That's all you're getting. That's really, who is that person who's like, that satisfies me? I never want a leg. If I, if I do anything, I'm going to go two thighs. Thigh and a breast. Oh, oh you, you don't like the drummies? If I'm going to go drums, I'd rather just get some wings. Yeah. 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 Drums are just okay, unless it's a turkey drum. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I'd like to speak to your manager in regard to a few things that have been said over the past couple weeks. Can you please get me their direct line? Message deleted. Absolutely. You can you can call our boss anytime that you want. His email is Mahoney at DaveMahoney.com. Oh, so you're admitting I'm the boss now. Great. <laughs> yeah. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. There's been a lot of talk recently about, you know, different athletes. And normally the stories are not great because they're in the news because they did something stupid like this whole thing with Ja Morant where Again? second time with a gun. And I don't know if you saw that the uh, the Nike app actually removed his sneakers from both the app and the site because, you know, Ja Morant can't get out of his own way. Also, like, what are you doing hanging out with people that are going to put you holding a gun on, on the Internet? After everything has already happened the first time. A huge disaster for Ja Morant. And my understanding is, like, his upbringing, like, he didn't, like, Come from the streets. He's like yeah. got a family that's you're from stable. the suburbs. Yeah, you from the suburbs. There's nothing here. that people hate from the streets more than people from the suburbs pretending like they're street. Right, and like you got <laughs> everything in the world going for you. All you have to do is just not be a dumbass. Oh man. So John ja Morant again, you know, in all kinds of trouble, and understandably so. Like you can't be sitting here waving guns around mm. on social media. You got a huge following, and like also, why are you behaving like this? This doesn't, doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, meanwhile. You've got other athletes, and this is actually one that's a good story. Uh, Josh Allen, I've had a chance to interact with him a couple of times we in the different NFL him. stuff that I do. Um, just the absolute sweetest dude in the world. Do you remember that story where I told you we were at a, a Super Bowl event and Josh Allen was one of the guests that I was talking to um, at the USAA activation? And um, just, again, nicest guy in the world. But I'm sitting there on stage, and there's a, you know, a group of people that are in this room, and I'm like, man, that looks like Steve Wilkos. From Jerry Springer? From Jerry Springer. Now he has his own show, right? It was Steve Wilkos. Oh, wow. And he was sitting there up front, like, and he was, like, kind of nervously pacing back and forth, and he approaches me, and he's like, hey, can can you get my kid to meet Josh Allen? And I'm like, you're Steve Wilkos. Wilkos. I'm like, Yes. Yeah, Can you think, get yourself to meet jo- Josh yeah, like, Allen? Well, I, 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 I like that he's, you know, being respectful. And that's, yeah. you know, well, I, mean, I was hosting the event. Sure. So, like, obviously there was a connection there. So it didn't, it's not like he just approached a random stranger. And I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. We can figure that out. And, um, and he sat there very patiently backstage with his kid. And Josh Allen came out. And, again, Josh Allen, the sweetest dude in the world to this kid that he didn't know from Adam. Uh, but Josh Allen is quite literally superhuman. What's so, he doing now? He uh, went to batting practice. They had batting practice between the Toronto Blue Jays and the New York Yankees. Okay. And uh, and he was out there swinging the bat. Okay. He needs to not. He hit four home runs. He well, needs I mean, to he, not. Yeah, all right, let's not Tim Tebow this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not only what, that, but, like, protect your wrists, protect your arms, your football. elbows. He can swing a bat. He's no, fine. One, no. of them, one of them made it to the upper deck. 
So this guy, when you talk about like he hit super an upper athlete, deck home, I mean, even if it's deck. in batting practice, it's still still that's a, you're cranking. Mahoney, I'm surprised that you're not even sitting here advocating for like what I am right now because you see nah, people man, who to... are playing football go out play basketball and then tear their knees up and then are out for a season, and that's why you're, mean, you got all your famous and favorite players on IR during your fantasy league. Yeah, man, I want Allen on. I don't want Allen to, to dominate the AFC. See you. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Oh boy, I love stories like this. So, officers were called out to a robbery 9:20 in the morning, which seems like a weird time to be out robbing. Three employees of a money loan center uh, called the cops because they say that a man threw a rock through the front glass door, threw a rock at the teller glass, and then tried to get into the teller area before leaving. Officers went into the business not realizing that the man had left. And broke the driver's side vehicle uh, of the cop car. So they oh. ran inside. He was outside, busted out the, the cop w- window. What which are you was, doing? It was still running. Okay. The vehicle was. So he was like, I'm going to steal the cop car. He got in, took off in the car, and uh-huh. guess what was in the car? The dog? A surprise canine. Oh! oh did the dog oh, yeah. bite the hell out of him? <laughs> it didn't say, they don't know for sure, but he crashed shortly thereafter. The so dog bit the I hell out the, of him. The dog got him. Not only was there a dog, but I also feel like this was bad from the jump. Uh, that ended poorly for the sky, but I mean, it couldn't have gone much better. I mean, the way that the banks are going right now, I feel like you weren't going to make out with too much. <laughs> yeah, the banks don't have any money anymore. Yeah, like, yeah what we, are you talking we, about? Also, it? people putting money in the banks don't have money anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the canine was just fine, by the way. That's an important detail there. Good. To, I'm, I'm glad to hear the uh, the dog. There's nothing better than a, a police dog. Dogs with jobs. We love them. I mean, unless Absolutely. you're finding, like, you know, drugs on me 20 years ago. Yeah, that's well, not great. Uh, yeah, the, the only I didn't like that, that dog that, that we love more at the Dave Mahoney Morning Show than child labor is dogs with jobs. Dogs yeah, with jobs. It's dogs with jobs and then kids with jobs. Yes, close, super absolutely. close second. Absolutely. Two things that America's built on. Put those paws Dude, in tiny hands to work. You never see a cat work. with a job. You never see a cat with a job. Lazy ass cats. Never. No, man. Yeah. They would be your boss. Like they, they would. They're the evil geniuses. They are the CEOs. They are the suits. Yeah. Actually, they don't actually do any work. They just Freaking figure the out how to make sure to pay everyone as little as possible. <laughs> Such a cat thing. <laughs> accurate. <laughs> Stunningly accurate. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's something you've been struggling with lately, and what have you been doing to cope? Message deleted. Um, well, being <laughs> overweight. Yeah, and I mean, then I cope yeah. to eat my I, by coping. I eat my feelings, so uh, creating a cycle of uh, in the very famous words of Fat Bastard, I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat. Dude, I, I eat when I'm happy. <laughs> I eat when I'm real. sad. I eat when I'm bored. I eat when I'm not bored. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm lucky and blessed that I don't have any vice that uh, that you know would like drinking too much or drugs or anything like that. But food is just mine. And that's how I cope with literally everything. Because it's just so tasty. I mean, really. It's a, it's a pretty good, I mean, for me, like, drinking, like, to take the edge off of the glass of scotch at the end of the night or yeah. something like that. I feel like eating is probably healthier you, than drinking. You and I are the exact opposites because I could go, I love booze, but I can go Without months it. or even a year 
without alcohol. I don't care about food at all, really. Yeah. It's just sustenance. Same. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you guys didn't bring this up, but, um, you know, we've all kind of been away from our significant others for, you know, about the last month and oh, a half. Oh, yeah, that too. I love you, baby. And, <laughs> and, you know, your kids, and I do know that that's been tough for you, Dave. Yeah, so, um, it, but that is something for me. Uh, you know, it's been in a relationship with my boyfriend for not even a year, and then now we are... Uh, you know, doing a long distance relationship, making it work. And the way that I have coped is uh, I've got a puppy. <laughs> you know, you know what? Everyone's everyone's got their own little thing, and I, getting a puppy is probably the healthiest, maybe the most expensive fix, but it's it's probably companionship. The yeah. I mean, and I know that again. You know, Mahoney, you do enjoy your alone time, and Dave, I do know you enjoy your alone time too. But you both really do love your wives, so you know. Yeah. I, I don't know, Dave. Do you feel like you're drinking more, Mahoney? Do you feel like you're eating more? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I had sure. three yeah. spicy Chick Fil A sandwiches last three? night. Yeah, I'm Dude, still, what? I'm still drunk from yesterday. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Mahoney, you know how you like the seatbelt extenders? Mm -hmm. uh, so who do you think we should lobby for for a CCSBE, you think? All right, guys, have a good day. Message so, deleted. A concealed, what am I? Uh, seatbelt extender? I, I used to have a lot of rage issues, Dave. Mm -hmm. And you, you know those in my in my youth. And I, I, I've coped with those a lot better as I've, I've gotten older. My, like, testosterone has gone down. But one of the, like, violent fantasies that I've always have is being on a plane. Somebody starts acting a fool. Somebody starts acting a fool and starts getting, like, handsy or getting uh, rowdy with, uh, you know, one of the flight attendants or something. Like, somebody needs to be restrained on a plane. I want to take a seatbelt extender that they had there for, you know, the larger folk like myself and uh, beat somebody with it. And See, the fact I that you have that fantasy is wild to me because... Airplanes used to be such a luxury, and now people just act like it's a greyhound, and they are really rowdy so all the true. time. But I just really want to hit somebody with one of those, like who you deserves know, it might not come to fruition, dude. Somebody who deserves yeah. to be hit by a, a, a seatbelt extender. And see, you're playing the long game here. You just said that you're eating like crap and you're putting on weight, but it's it's the long game to get fat enough to need the seatbelt extender. So that way, when that starts going down in the plane, <laughs> you can be the hero. That's right. I can just see you swinging that thing around like, like my gun just nunchucks. Bink. Yes. Hey guys, and I, I say guys to be, you know, gender neutral, not just Davis and Mahoney. That includes Audrey as well. So, hey guys, if you could name a gym franchise, what would you name it? Anything you want. Have a good day. Message deleted. You're talking to the wrong people here. Oh, name I it a like, gym franchise. I feel like we could get something going like ouchies. <laughs> like calling it something like ow, but you'll feel better no, afterwards. I, I'm going to call it husky booties. Husky booties. Yeah, I don't know why. Just seems it has a nice ring to it. Can we just like combine? Can we just like combine? You know, like one of these like five dollar a month gyms and a five dollar pizza place like Little Caesars together, and just incorporate those two, like Planet Little Caesars. You know what? That would actually work. We could call it Hot and Ready. Yeah. Or whether you wanted the gym or the pizza, you get both. This is Dave and Mahoney. Oh, I'd love to be an Oscar Mayer I am furious, Mahoney. Why is because, that, Dave? Um, I know that you have some very special memories inside of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I, uh, the first time I ever met Marissa Tomei was inside the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. You were doing the morning show in San Diego at the time. And, and she was promoting The Wrestler, came by, yeah. could not have been nicer. 
or smelled better. Maybe the best smelling person I've ever smelled in my life. Did you go into the Wienermobile with uh, her? It she... was, happened to be in our parking lot that day, and she asked if she could have a tour of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Were you authorized to give Marissa uh, Tomei? I an... authorized myself, Dave, to uh, give Marissa Tomei uh, a tour of the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Didn't you say that she uh, demanded that you give her a hug as well? You know, I at the end of the thing, she was, I mean, incredibly nice incredibly charismatic and charming as you know any like you know big time actor would be right. uh and I, you know i would be respectful you know, thank you you know went to shake her hand she's like oh no we don't shake we hug but see you're a really awkward hugger like, i don't like hugging people did it did it feel awkward with her or was she just so welcoming that it felt like a right the right fit it was the best hug i've ever had in my life does your wife know that she does now <laughs> well, the reason why I am furious about this story is because, again, you've got a long history with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Uh, I think all of us in this room have grown up with the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. I mean, that is what America is founded upon, a giant wiener, wiener in buns <laughs> traversing across America, up and down the interstates. The weenie whistle is the thing that I know, like the weenie whistle. How, how does that work, Audrey? Oh, well, that's what it sounds very like. Very nice weenie whistle. Thank you. Um, but I only really ever, Oscar Mayer Wiener wasn't really a, uh, like, the car for me because I grew up in the South, like, Podunk Nowhere. And um, that wasn't, like, a thing presence. that we, like, fancied to the opportunity to see. Like, it wasn't. Well, it was a, a special occasion. It's like the Budweiser Clydesdales, you know, the Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's, a, it's, other- a histor- it's a historical monument on wheels. And that's why we should all sign the petition to stop this from happening there renaming the Wienermobile. To what? The Oscar Mayer Frankmobile. At least make it the Frank Tank. Ooh, a Frank, a Frank Tank. Yeah, man. Ooh, like, where you just, like, yeah. get, like, a tr- tank because America. Yeah. And then instead of yeah. bullets, um, hot dogs. Shoots hot dogs. <laughs> just shoots hot dogs right into my mouth. Yeah, like a t-shirt gun at a, ba- a basketball game. Okay, just now that, that is actually it, a fantastic it's, idea. It's not a 50 cal. It's a uh, 360 cal because that's how many calories are in each, each hot dog. Did you look you it up? That up? Uh, just, I'm just ballparking. Okay. Just like, like a it. hot dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's hot. No, Woo. Woo. look out. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, the Wienermobile has been around for a hundred years and now they're changing the name to Frankmobile and I don't think we can stand uh, it. You're they- telling me that they had the, the Wienermobile during the depression? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the something. dust bowl. <laughs> you know, people are waiting in line for food. Meanwhile, this gigantic hot dog is rolling by. Just These are mocking this is them. what you can't eat right now because you're poor. You, you have your children working in factories right now. But here's the Wiener Mobile. I mean, Dave, <laughs> I, Oscar Mayer. I, I don't want to call you a, a, a you know a sucker, but I'm going to call you a sucker. Okay. This is just a story that they're going to put out, and then people are going to get outraged, and then they're going to change it back. I understand that I'm taking. They're just the we're just giving Oscar Mayer free publicity. No, no, I understand what's going on here. I, I but it, but we it, need to point that out. We we need to point. There's that no out. way the Frank Mobile, Mobile sticks. The uh, the the CEO came out and said it pays homage to the brand's 100 beef franks, and it, it debuts a tasty new recipe that is more flavorful than ever. You know what? They need to give more love, Oscar Mayer, to the bologna because the. the B-O-L-O-G-N-A. The popular. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we need like a bologna Bugatti or something. A bologna Bugatti. Yeah, man. See, like, we put your money where radio? your mouth is. This, this is why Audrey deserves the big bucks. Not only did she come up with the Frank Tank, she just came up with the bologna Bugatti. I mean, Oscar Mayer, where where are you spending Pay your this money? this woman. This woman deserves all your money. Pay all her, your wieners. <laughs> Pay her in hot dogs. All your wieners. Give me all of them.
Don't put that in there. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 